Well, you know, I mean, I mean, it was still a, it I'm was not, still a good I'm not, edit. I'm not complaining. I'm not edit. complaining, Ollie. But what I will say is, I find it hard to accept or or be be positive when you say I'm good at editing the podcast, aren't I? I just find it hard to just say yes to that. Look, if you want to get in touch with us, go to Facebook. We're on there. Go on Twitter. Go on Instagram. It's pretty easy. Just put guys on film in. Facebook.com forward slash guys on film. So you know that on Facebook, it's a forward slash then the thing. So if you go to Google and, and, type, on... and type guys on film, are we the first thing that comes up? No. <sighs> We're not we that popular make, yet. We need to make that happen. That's why, uh, yeah, we need to do search engine optimization. Okay like all these tech gurus do. But this is the thing, Ollie. If we didn't do this in the intro, we'd have no chance at getting to the top of that first listing. Yes. But at least by doing this pleading, desperate intro of saying, get online and do things for us, then people at least know about it. But also, what I would say is, I, I think it's highly effective just to have a chat with your mates. Hey, we're only we're third. Third? We're number three. First page of Google, third entry. First, like a wank. First one being men on film YouTube video. Second one. Okay, okay, okay. So men on film, number one. That's the that's the P of this Google search. Number two. A Wikipedia entry called men on dot dot dot. Okay, so men on dot dot dot. That's the poo of this scenario. Okay, and then guys on film podcast. SoundCloud page. That's the sexual fluid of this scenario. Number four. We're the sexual fluid of this Google search. Search item number four. Guys on film podcast on iTunes. Okay, that's pretty good. That's a cry in the toilet. And number five, finally, uh, IMDb entry, a list um, of naked guys on film and TV. <laughs> Which may- maybe we could make a whole episode out of that. If you want to hear that Ooh. episode, then then let us know. Like, share, agree. <laughs> And tell a friend. Yeah. What is a number five again, Ollie? So we know what one, two, threes and fours are. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm Ian. He's Ollie. Hi. We're both guys. We're chatting about film. It's the Guys on Film Video Nasties Part 2 special. That's nasty. Okay, that's the second week you've done that. Feels right. Feels repetitive and <laughs> insensitive. <laughs> to whom? I don't know. It feels like a sort of caricature. To Mr. Slave of, of from South Park. Uh, okay, okay, Mr. Slave. Okay, yeah, fine. That's a film reference. Bigger, longer, uncut. All right, so Ollie, what's on the show this week? It's, it's very much similar to last week. <laughs> um, so uh, basically, this is part two of the <laughs> Video Nasties sodes. Are there only two parts or are we doing a third? No, I, well, here's the thing. Next week, it's our birthday. We've been doing it for one year. Wow. Yep, that's great. Thanks, uh, Christopher Walken. He will be, uh, him, along with a number of other celebrities, will be calling in to give us their best wishes on our birthday. <laughs> okay, um, sounds good. <laughs> sounds implausible and also <laughs> un- untruthful. Yeah, so next week we've got our birthday. I don't know, it's up for grabs. We could do something horror-like, but let's let's have an offline production chat about that. This week, yeah. though... Let's open it part, in a new tab. Part two is going to be um, slightly different to part one. Part one was the history. Yeah. And you also got a smattering of audio nasties. Yeah. Because um, we tried out that new format. And that's back. That that new format's back. The only bad part about the new format was when I said, yeah, do another audio nasty at the end. You just whinged for a while. But, I mean, let's try and get as many audio nasties in as we can. Well, we've only got four, so... Okay. We'll have to smatter them through the the sode. Okay. And as um, a smatter of fact. So uh, yeah, we're going to be. What people want to know is what are the films? We know the history now, but what are the bloody films? Uh, which ones should we watch? <laughs> bloody films. Huh. Yeah. What, play, which ones should we words. watch? What's you know what are the what are the big hitters? Which ones jump out at you? Um, so we're going to be going through some of those. We'll have a little life score. Uh, I guess we've probably got a couple of films uh, to talk about and just would like to mention, I'll probably mention it a few times throughout the episode, that right about now I should be sat in a cinema watching Blade Runner 2049. Um, oh, yeah, shit. But somebody... 
Well, the yeah. only thing was I had um, I had a non-important um, conflict, schedule conflict, that meant that I wasn't able to do any time apart from now. How so, non-important was it? I mean, Trivial. totally could have totally could have moved it around. But so uh, even when I said, Ian, I've got to re- I've got to go and watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine, you didn't think. Actually, you know what? You've been a bloody good friend all these years. I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to... No, I won't do it. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to cancel See, that stuff trivial like, thing. Stuff like that, Ollie. Stuff like that. Just immediately jumping back to nationalistic jibes. Are we going to get through this episode? Yeah. Okay, let's get into the deep dive. Let's talk about our favourite video nasties or our best nasties. Um, hey, you're doing that voice now. I know. Hey. Okay, well, best nasties. That's also yep. my um, grime alter ego as well. Yep. Uh, right, so housekeeping from last week, I forgot to mention about Graham Bright MP. He's this sort of fat-faced MP that was in that show I was telling you about that everybody should uh, watch on YouTube. It's just literally called Video Nasties. Um, But but there's a moment in that video, I think about 16 minutes in or something like that, where I thought I got it wrong, but I've re-listened to it a bunch of times, and he says, I believe that research is taking place, and it will show that these films not only affect young people, but I believe they affect dogs as well. goes far too far. Affects dogs? Yeah. That's absurd. <laughs> like the whole bloody thing. Um so I think at the end, Ollie, I'd quite like to quiz you a bit more on like what your what your feels are on the whole scenario. Just a bit about, you know, did it do as good? Was it worthwhile? Or was it all a little bit extreme and over the top? So let's come back to that. But first okay. let's talk about some movies. So okay. shall I kick us off with um my top one? Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, so I watched this the other night, and uh, okay. this this almost literally touches all the food groups, right? <laughs> Actually, shall I read you out the food groups of the uh, video nasties? Yeah, go I've on. Got, then. I've, I've got traits and tropes that I think like sort of characterise all of them. So you get cannibalism, okay, religion, yeah, Nazism, yeah, sexual violence. Yes. And zombies. Okay. Those are those are the sort of main areas that were. Can I just give you one one more thing that is a a thing? Sure. Is is don't going places. Oh, don't going places. Well, yeah, that's not so, so that's not so much a theme, but yeah, as a traitor trope. Yeah, I had a couple of those as well. So bad now, uh, bad unrelated quotes at the start of the movie to kind of make them seem a little bit more prophetic than they actually are. Well, a lot of, of films are like called Don't Go Into the House. Mm. Don't Go in the Woods Alone. Don't Go Near the Park. Don't, don't Open the Window, the alternate title for the Living Dead at Manchester Morgue. What? I said Don't Open the Window, the alternate title for Living Dead at Manchester Morgue. Don't don't Go Below 60 kilometres per hour is... <laughs> that was the working title for Speed. Yeah. Speed was one syllable though, and they always go for fewer syllables. Yeah. I mean, don't if you do, bo- if don't you go do below th- sixty miles an hour, otherwise Dennis Hopper will get you. If you, if you do think of any more alternate don't titles throughout, uh, then please <laughs> please let me know. Uh, so mm. go on. So how many food groups did, does your number one uh, feast upon? Okay, well, board of tropes. It's mainly religion, Nazism, and sexual violence, but there's probably other stuff there too. It's SS Experiment Camp. You heard of this And this, this one? isn't like experiments as in, you know, what happens when you uh, put zinc and aluminium together. No, this is human experimentation, and the alternate title of this, or original title, was SS Experiment Love don't, Camp. Was, was don't sew people together. It's not so much um, human centipede as it is just a guy with no testicle trying to have sex with lots of Jewish ladies who are being incarcerated against their will. Okay. Um, I think if there was a don't title, it would be don't be A, a woman, B, of a particular religion, or C, in Nazi-occupied Germany. 
Right. I mean, it's quite a long title. It's, you're never going to... I mean, you'd have to bullet point that title, which is just not going to work on many levels. Can you imagine yeah. the guy... You know the guy that puts letters outside the cinema in the 80s? Yeah, I'd be there forever. He'd be, he'd be fucking getting paid overtime. Yeah. He'd be, he'd be charging them Sunday rates. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me about... Have you got an official synopsis? The official synopsis is... The official synopsis! Near the end of WW2, prisoners of war are used in experiments to perfect the Aryan race. Ooh. Okay. It's got quite a controversial cover. Um, the original cover, which is not on this um, redistributed version of it, but the original cover has a woman who's upside down being sort of crucified um, yeah. with her boobs out and then with, um, yeah, just the face of like this horrible looking uh, Nazi general behind her. So yeah. it's controversial. I mean, the name sort of gets the point across. You can imagine it was pretty controversial at the time. So in yeah. in terms of the controversy stakes of this nasty, it's I'd say it's well nasty. Okay. And actually despite so like the BBFC have come back and like now it's rated eighteen um and I think maybe like early two thousands like uh some magazines like sort of I can't I actually can't remember where the quote's from. Some men's magazine said that the it was pretty controversial at the time, but then afterwards, it kind of all came out in the wash because it all ultimately seemed like it was consensual sex. Um, right. The the problem is though that like anything that seemed like sort of rape or anything like that was going to be pretty dodgy. And I, when I watched it the yes. other night, there are so on the one hand there is a couple of moments where you thought she's not interested in doing that so that doesn't seem consensual but a couple right. of them specifically say oh why officer i've got no problem coming to your room stuff like that there was that uh, line there was that line but then you just think i mean none of it's really consensual because they wouldn't be in the camp otherwise yeah. like they're not selecting the option yes i'd like to be in a prisoner of war camp anyway so the best gore in this one is a woman is boiled in water yeah. And then frozen right. very quickly afterwards. And obviously, like all the women in it, she's pretty much naked for most of it. And do uh, they, I mean, do they smash her like T-1000 as well? Don't think there was really the budget for that, Ollie. But it does look a little bit like, you know when you know when you really overspray deodorant? Yeah. And it goes all white? Yeah. Just looks like they've like take, taken about twelve cans of deodorant and just sprayed it all over her, which in it like ironically would make her really cold. Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not so much gore, but she does die, and the effect is pretty funny. Um, do you want a do you want a quick bit of, of IMDb trivia? Hit me. Okay, this is this is quite a long bit of reading that I'm going to have to do, but I think it's pretty good. The graphic had oh, just listen. You'll, you'll enjoy this. I guarantee it. The graphic advertising for this movie VHS release sparked off the video nasty debate in early 1982 in the United Kingdom. The BBFC later passed the film completely uncut in 2005 with the following comment. The content of the film is in fact very mild and poorly executed. If anything, it was the title of the film and its original packaging that led to difficulties rather than the content. The idea of the film may, of course, be offensive to some, but that is not good enough reason to cut or reject it. We would only cut or reject a film for adults if the content was illegal or harmful. SSX Experiment Camp is neither illegal or harmful. It's just tasteless. That's a very good summary. And that's burn. That's it. That's it. BBFC like burn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's from yeah. the Burns Department of the BBFC. British Burns Federation camp. <laughs> um, okay, uh, the best line I've got from it. You've watched Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. If listeners haven't watched it, at the start of that TV series, there's a moment where a man um, very awkwardly asks a lady to go outside with him and sort of fondle around in, in scotch mist, in fact. Yeah, um, that's the episode Scotch Mist, and the dubbing of his voice is exactly like his voice sounds exactly the same as this guy. So, uh, picture the scene: a <laughs> cu- couple of soldiers all in the room in their pants, and uh, one of the guys, big big blonde guy, says, "Hey, uh, tell me something. Can you explain to me why why we're here in this damn camp? It's a little strange, don't you think?" 
And then another guy who's not interested is kind of turned away. He says, whatever it is, it better, it's better than being on the front. Which is, you know, yeah. the, you know they don't want to get shot up, do they? Yeah. And, and Blondie um, snaps back, with all those beautiful women arriving, I hope it's a secret mission of a sexual nature. And then... <laughs> And then rapturous cackling breaks out. <laughs> good one. Yeah. It's it's great. It's pretty yeah. good. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's that. SS Experiment Camp. What shall we do next? Um, so do you want my my first one? No, can we have your second one? Okay, my second one is actually um, one that I've I've only really just watched a little bit um, about recently. Is Faces of Death? Uh yeah okay. All right, but, I mean, we kind of have to talk about it. The official synopsis. The official synopsis. A collection of death scenes ranging from TV material to homemade Super 8 movies. The common factor is death by some means. So, yeah, this is basically some kind of mockumentary. That's a really shit synopsis, by the way. As narrated by, get this, guys, Dr. Francis B. Gross. Wow. Who's a, he's basically a, a coroner. Um, so he's basically going through like um, an America's funniest home videos of, of people dying. And now this is one. The reason why I bring this up is because... Has the British version got Dennis Norden introducing yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. This young man... <laughs> uh, I mean, that was Really got his comeuppance. Yeah. In this next set of clips... Uh, the, the reason why I bring this one up is this one was the kind of the playground legend film or it was one it was one of them it was like hey mate my cousin's got a copy of faces of death on vhs there is this bit where like a monkey gets his head smashed in and that and then <laughs> look it's all fake like all of it is fake apart from like some scenes in an abattoir all the actual video stuff is just so dire it's ridiculous i just wanted to point out one so there's this one scene i think it's in faces of death three so just i just skimmed through the lot of them and basically this guy he's uh so francis b gross is like talking about this skydiver and he's in he's in a competition and the and the rules are that you've got to do three jumps and out of your three attempts you've got to try and land in this circle and if you land in the circle then you know great you get you know you get an award whatever First two jumps go without without any incident whatsoever. But the third jump, uh, basically, he jumps out and then you see stock footage of just somebody jumping out of a plane. <laughs> it's, just, it's just basically random stock footage of somebody jumping out of a plane. And then it cuts to, um, like, and then a sudden gust of wind took his parachute to a place where he didn't want to go. And then it cuts to this guy who owns an alligator farm and then he's basically just going around there and I saw the the skydiver open his parachute and the gust of wind just blew him over and he landed in the alligator pit and then it basically just cuts to more stock footage of alligators rolling around in a swamp with meat in their mouth (coughs) and uh it's it's that kind of thing and and to think that to think that it it got banned I mean yeah I can kind of see why but when you watch it it's just so it's so ridiculously shit Adults who were around when you were growing up were hella naive, weren't they? Yeah, idiots. Bloody idiots. Have you? Did, so was that when you were when you were growing up in Fort William? Uh-huh. Was was Faces of Death something that was uh, whispered round the halls of your school? No, not really. No, I mean it became something that I knew about after I got the internet, but that's by the time I was about eleven. Yeah, um, and there was some dodgy sites that had like clips real of those videos and stuff yeah and then drifting yeah. into real stuff so you know yeah. it, was, it was a baptism of fire for me harrowing really that's yeah. why I've got no no empathy for your shite um, <laughs> I've grown up that way Ollie um, no but the one thing about all that is um, it's very confusing that you're telling me that you're not keen to watch Cannibal Holocaust yeah but Cannibal Holocaust but you'll watch this yeah, but Cannibal Holocaust has got like real, actual for the purpose of the film and animal cruelty, and I'm, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not into that. Okay, well, I'm, I'm just not into it. Much of a muchness to me. 
Why? They're, I mean, animals are getting hurt on screen in both, aren't they? Well, one is, plus, I guess, I guess one is stock footage of an abattoir, you know, which they just buy, which has happened already, I guess, and then and then the other one is like, oh, let's just cut a let's cut a turtle open, which is is you don't have to do that for a film. No, you don't. Or you could but use or same, you could use a prop. Yeah, that's all oh, totally fair. Totally agree. It's tasteless, Ollie. But what I would say is, um, it did happen a long time ago. So I think it doesn't for matter. for research purposes, you're well within your rights to just take a look. No. Okay, fine. I mean, also, you know, you're entitled to your opinion, in a way. Um, yeah. Okay, do you want to do an so, audio nasty? Oh, is it I time? think it's about time. Okay, let's hit, hit an audio nasty then. Yeah. It's cool. my favourite bit. It's my new favourite bit. We could do a whole podcast on it. Okay. Uh, which number? Uh, five, six, eight or nine? You decide. No, five, please. <laughs> five dot MP3. Okay. Okay. Um, and for uh, listeners, so the reason why they're named that is is so that he doesn't guess from the uh, title of the MP3. It was quite clever of me to uh, fix that problem. I mean, you say clever. It's, <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Number five? Yeah, hit I'll play. have a listen now. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm going to have to have another listen to that immediately. Immediately, immediately listen. Ian, what do you hear? Just let's let's build the scene back up with your description. What do you hear? Let's let's work it that way. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know. Just build the scene up before you before you know. Let's build the scene up. So tell me what you're thinking. Ah, mate, I know exactly what this is. Well, can you build the scene up then? It's fun. It's fun for the listeners. So happy. Right, so what you're hearing at the start is um, the uh, sort of audio design that's making you feel like you're um, perhaps out of it or out of sorts. Yeah. Then, then you hear dizzied somewhat. Dizzied, and um, then you hear a crunching sound, which is uh, a, again an audio design, but it's supposed to be a man's fist in a leather glove smashing another man's face. Yeah. Um, then some real sparkles come in, and the dizziness yeah. really gets pretty okay. crazy. Yeah. But then you hear a corner man screaming into a boxing ring, oh, like an indecipherable. Um, throw in the towel! Throw in the goddamn uh, towel! Throw in, see, I mi- yeah, I missed that. I couldn't actually work that out. But the I voice mean, I'm giving alone, you everything here, but yeah, I mean, you're building it quite well. So yeah. The anyway, alone. I told you what it is. It's Rocky Four, and it's even Draggle killing. Uh, Apollo Creed immediately after James Brown has uh, sung him to the ring <laughs> yes you are correct Excellent. well done did you like that one it was pretty good because it's a very satisfying getting it right but it was it was very discombobulating for a moment didn't know what was going on because you thought. you felt like you were there yeah well no just because I really didn't know what the crack was, was with it to begin with um, that was his, his skull that's not what I meant but let's move on Shall we uh, okay. come back to Audio Nasties in a wee bit? Yeah. Do, shall we do one more film before Life Scores? Oh, yeah, please. Right, so Living Dead at Manchester Morgue's my next one. Okay, uh, do you want to know tell me all about it, because I don't really know about this one at all. So you're okay, have so to... let me hit you up with some facts for your ears. Okay. Alternate titles include Let Sleeping Corpses Lie, Da Dovad Vieni, don't open a window and Zombie Three. Even though it came out before Zombie One and Two. Okay. So official synopsis. Do you want the official okay. synopsis? I would love it. The official synopsis. An experimental pest control machine using high frequency sound waves reactivates dead bodies in this Spanish-Italian answer to Romero. Shot in the Lake District, it follows antiques dealer George and his unlucky travelling companion Edna as they run into reanimated dead bodies and a disbelieving policeman. Is it a prequel to Lovejoy? Uh, I think it's a spiritual uh, predecessor, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's good to know. Uh, directed by G- Georges Grau, or Jorge Grau. Jorge? Jorge. So, I have some notes here. I wrote, if it weren't for the dubbing, this could easily be a real classic. I wrote that. Did you pen that yourself? Yeah, this could easily be a real classic. Um, Why? It's got a really good look to it. 
uh, and it doesn't look like it's a sort of totally skin budget sort of thing. I couldn't find budgetary information online, but uh, it looks it's got a fairly decent. I mean, some of the editing's pretty bad. Um, in the intro sequence, there are a lot of lovely shots of Manchester, but like then there's some just sort of weirdly timed cuts. Um, okay. But overall, it looks very good. Um, it's got uh, a lot of funny moments from the sort of banter point of view. There's a real... The, the main character, okay. George, uh, is a real ja- Jack the Lad. Um, H- hack the Lad. Well, by the end, yeah. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> There's zombies in it. Um yeah, so he's he's goes about wearing uh, leather jackets and um, and scarves. He's got very nicely maintained beard hair, and he wears Chelsea boots. Um, yeah, with Cuban heels, and he rides a motorbike, and he just happens to run into Edna, um, or she runs into his motorbike, and he has to get a lift off her. There's a there's a great moment at the start of it actually where um, she has to give him a lift um, north to where he's heading to. And, yeah, and they're getting in the car, but he's heading straight for the driver's seat. He says, "I'll drive." If uh, like, because she's just run her car into his bike. Right. He's like, "If what I've just seen's anything to go by, I'll do the driving." <laughs> so he just like jumps into this woman's car and takes control. Is so the one thing I would say is the sexual politics in this are not particularly good at all. Um, he's okay. yeah, and then okay, so then also. You had a tweet about this, I believe, or a text message about this. Yeah, so uh, friend, the friend police from chief. the podcast, um, Liam, I'll just read you what, what he says. Uh, so he's, this, this is the, probably the third in a series of five um, messages. But uh, it says, I also love that the chief of police for Manchester, who claimed to be in direct contact with God... Um, had his force confiscate loads of video nasties in a series of raids. Uh, one of the films they seized and destroyed was several copies of Derek Jarman's Blue. So I, I actually wrote a note here saying, uh, police chief represents the man, brackets, permissiveness. So there was, an act- there was that one line where he says, um, our society is becoming permissive. And that's okay. almost word for word what um, uh, is it Mary Whitehouse? Yes, Mary Whitehouse was talking about um in relation to just the change in society from kind of having the standards set by religion and stuff to just these crazy videos of killing and sex and yeah. whatnot. Um, so I felt like that was a real direct tie-in. The other thing about the cop though is the cops got guns. <laughs> British cops got guns. Okay. Um, which is a bit of a lull. Um, my best gore is uh, an axe slice to the chest, okay. taking the nipple clean off. Oh, so it's a sort of it's a sort of parallel slice along the <laughs> okay. front along the front of a chest, and it just takes a nipple right off. It's pretty good. Um, sounds, I mean, uh, I mean, it sounds sounds painful. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. But this man already looks like a toddler because he's got um, a big sort of nappy, and then he's got um, he's he's bumped his head, so he's got like basically bandage all around his head. So he's already he already looks like a bloody idiot. Um, so it says but, here a, a woman has her breast ripped off and her guts torn out. Is this true? Yeah. So a woman gets pulled back into a, a hospital room. And um, one of the extras, what's he like, reaches round and grabs the boob first, and that gets torn clean off. Yeah, the the sort of again, all these films are sort of laced with sort of an unnecessary sexuality. But the the guts being torn out, that's somebody's hands going into the woman's skirt from above. Uh, if you imagine, you can see that from the front of the woman, and then he tears her stomach up the way. Uh, so again, <laughs> why why? Why he had to put his hands into her skirt to then tear her stomach out up the way is kind of weird. I mean, what what's, what would you think the most, um, you know, economic guts so removal if, procedure be for you? So if, if you can just imagine, um, imagine you were putting your hands around a crystal ball. Yeah. And you spread all I your I mean, fingers. I don't have to imagine that. I, I am, I'm doing it now. I, You're doing that right now, right? That's how I record, right? yeah. I'm doing it to sort of imagine for myself. Yeah. Um, so you get your hands around the crystal ball, but you spread all your fingers out, 
and then yeah. you just go straight at the belly, <laughs> and then you jab them all in. Got to have strong fingers for it, but I mean, really pays off. You get a real good grip of the innards. Right. I mean, I might, I might say. Sorry, karate um, chop. No, as if like you're doing breaststroke. <laughs> so your 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 hands are going forwards and your knuckles are touching. Is that so you can put your head in the belly hole after? Well, it's so you can you can put your fingers in the belly hole and then pull outwards. Uh huh. I mean, but it, then it, what happens? It's going to rely head? on a deep belly hole. Yeah. And a lot so. of purchase. It's all about that in, initial purchase on the belly. Um, best best lines from um, Living Dead at Manchester Morgue. I would say it's a toss up between. Uh, after the, oh no, uh, where's my nipple gone? <laughs> unfortunately, that one didn't make the final cut. But um, the police chief, after something important happening to a character that he didn't get on with, <laughs> spoiler alert, he says, "I wish the dead could come back to life, you bastard, because then I could kill you again." Yeah, that's good. And then at the very end, because the police didn't believe that the. Um, the you know when I told you the official synopsis I mentioned the experimental yeah. pest control machine using high frequency sound waves yeah yeah um, they didn't believe that that was uh, reanimating the dead uh, so they're in the back of a car and um, one of the police chiefs uh, police officers says they say that machine works wonders it killed every parasite for miles we'll have a fabulous apple crop this year sergeant I'm mad about apples. Yeah. It's bloody good. So good. I'm absolutely mad about apples. Okay, fine. Should we do life scores? Um, yeah, why not? Live score. How are you? Live score. I'm fine. Thank you. Live score. Out of 10. Live score. Pro- probably like a, a four. How's your life? Uh, my life's pretty good, Ollie. Um, okay. Yeah, should we leave it at that? No. So we're going to Bulgaria next week. So I know that that's not now, but what I'm feeling right now is a small level of happy trepidation. So I think that's a plus one, but it's a little nervous happiness. Okay. Um, I've got a stationary update, if you're keen to hear that. Okay, carry on. Let's just go. So I've I've got this pen that I always buy, and I've bought them in bulk off Amazon before. Not because we are advertising with them or anything, but Stabilo make really nice pens that flow really nicely. So okay. These ones are called Workers, or the other ones are called Bionic. And I think they once did a Bionic Worker, which is probably where we're headed anyway. But then we've yeah. also got um, this new pen, which I picked up. Normally they've been black with white, but this one's all black. It's like a... It's like, um, Edgy. It's Well, it's kind of like a, a stealth fighter. It's okay. a stealth fighter of stationery. It's the new. It's RoboCop twenty fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, it's new Robo versus the other new one. New RoboCop. Is, yeah. Yeah, but here's my gripe. This is one of Ian's gripes this week. Okay. Um, it's called a Stabilo Black Plus, but it's, <laughs> but it's spelled blue. no. But it's it's all lowercase lettering B L, and then instead of an A, it's an at symbol. Oh, then it's C Blatak Plus. I'll take it back. The thing is, I knew it when I bought it, so that'd be disingenuous. <laughs> I bought it, but but what what's annoyed me is I allowed myself to buy it. So I think I'm more annoyed at I myself than Stabilo. Mean, yeah, because you knew Blatak. you'd have this reaction. Blatak plus. I mean, there's just the no bear. reason for it. It's not an email address. Have you tried emailing it? <laughs> BL at CK plus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. So yeah, overall, pretty good. Been um, not up to an awful lot this week. Been organising stuff for, you know, getting new flatmates and stuff like that. But uh, not too much. I would say I'm a zesty eight. But I do have uh, some correspondence actually that I think life scores are the the intermission is the best time for. Okay, go on. Then. Um. So somebody called Andrew Chen has recently moved to the UK. Okay. Um, and isn't familiar with a lot of sort of Western films, and basically like Tombstone a- and things like that. Well, that's I don't think that's really what he meant. Okay. 
he's, I think he's maybe from Russia or, I don't know, further east, I suppose. I don't know. Okay. But basically, he's asking, he's looking for some advice from you um, about which Blade Runner film you'd recommend to him, because he hasn't seen either of them. Well, I don't know, because I'm sat here not being able to watch the new one. So, I mean, I, I'd, I'd say go chronologically and uh, watch watch uh, Blade Runner, the final cut. I think that's the one that people say is the one no, these right, days. Okay. Fine. All right. Well, we'll move on. Was that, I mean, what was the real question or was that just shit banter from you? No, that was it. I wanted to know. I do have another one saying, what's your best bet of Blade Runner 2049 from someone else called Darren, actually. But it doesn't matter. We'll leave it. I don't I don't know. I'll be at, When I get to see it next week, I'll... I'll... Ollie, don't get agitated. We'll housekeep it. What, um, that's kind of it for me, really. Okay, uh, that's cool. Yeah, that's kind of it. Should we move on? What's yep. yours? Um, I'm I'm a, probably a classic seven because I mean it would be an eight, but I'm sat here not being able to watch the new Blade Runner films. So that I mean that has taken me down to be fair, but mm. I'm enjoying the sode. I'm enjoying the podcast. I've I've bought a shed. Wow. You got no comment do? on that. What are you going to do in it? Just keep stuff in it. Are you going to? Might use record it the podcast in it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Are you going to do anything in it? Like soundproof so, it, right? Are you going to be one of those guys? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what else has been going on? I watched Bleed for this. You told me about that one a while ago. Uh, I watched that with Mandy. Uh, we both thoroughly enjoyed it. Thought it was great. Um, yeah, liked it a lot. Thought Aaron Eckhart was very good in that. He was very good. Uh, every, everyone was good. It was just a yeah. It was a and it, it was it's like it's right up my boulevard. That kind of film, you know. Hit rock bottom. It's just you know he's having he's having the big end fight, and that's not a spoiler because you know in a boxing film he's going to have a fight that you could consider the last fight in the film, even boxing if there's just one. Hard. Even if there's just one fight, it's still going to be. You know what I mean? It's not a spoiler, yeah. but he has he has that bit where he's like he's getting beaten to fuck in you know in all the rounds, and he's like not doing very well. He's like ah oh, out of sorts. And he gets back into his corner and he has a fucking killer flashback. And then he's like remembering how much of a struggle it was to get get to this moment in time. And at that point, I just smiled and I was in my head. I was thinking, <laughs> I was mate, mate, you are going to go fuck him up now. You are going to go fuck him up. You are going to fuck that man up now. And it's just like, yes. And that was just a brilliant scene. And that's why I love boxing films. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just the idea of you like not actually explaining that but sitting on the couch next to Mandy and just smiling because you know it's going to be good after this ah yeah it was it's so good it's so good um, ah it's going to be good so I also watched um, a Netflix film Gerald's Game so that's a Stephen King adaptation I just put it on one night because I was like oh, I quite like to watch something tonight it was a new one you know we've been going on a bit of a Stephen King one I thought I'd give it a go um, and it, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Um, it's got one real real wince inducing moment of gore that, like you know, I'm pretty hardened to the uh, to the gory things. But that that one made me think about looking away. Ollie, do you was, mind me asking? What's yeah. your favourite bit of gore of all time? Yeah, just what's your standout gore? <sighs> um, I can't tell you. I'll tell you later. For legal reasons. Um, no, I'll tell you later. But yeah, for Gerald's game. For Gerald's game was of memory. Gerald's game was fine. Um, I I kind of recommend it. it. It's one of these sort of single location style psychological thrillers. Um, it's a bit stupid in places, and the last kind of like all the last revelations are dealt with in a kind of real quick way. Um, but overall, I think actually it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I'd I'd probably go ahead and recommend it. It's quite dark and okay. pretty good. Good good lead good lead performance by the one from San Andreas. Hold on, I'll edit this. So uh, great lead performance by Carla Gugino or Gugino. I don't Gugino. know how you pronounce it. But yeah, Sergio Gugino. Pretty good. I recommend it. I thought it was all right. It, it, it could have been worse. So, uh, but that's me. That's my. That's my life score. 
Okay, I like Let's how move you, on. you dodged the gore one because I'm sure you've got your best gore coming up. Okay, do you want to click on a MP3 for another okay. nasty? Sex. Yeah. Should we go sex? Okay, I'm going to take my headphones out so I can hear it properly. Okay, um, so I can hear a sort of rattling sound, which I okay. would immediately think is the predator. Okay, some sort of otherworldly being or suited. Well, no, you're wanting me to slowly build it up because that's enjoyable to listen to, but I can hear the oh, predator sound. For fuck's sake. Right, okay. I mean, if you choose something easy, you'll fucking... All right, okay, right carry so on let... down, Ian, carry on down this road. It's only going to lead one place. Let me have another lesson. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's shook. <laughs> God. <laughs> Sounds so gross. Uh, did you just say something to me? I said that sound is so gross. <laughs> yeah, so actually, on a second listen... Okay. I'm thinking one of a couple of things. It could be the fly. Okay. Or maybe arachnophobia or something like that. <laughs> okay. Can you remember anything in arachnophobia that was sounded that disgusting? Um, no, probably not. For maybe a PG. The Either the fly or the thing. Which one I'm are you going to go for? I'm going to go for the fly. I'm going to give it to you. You're correct. It's actually the fly. The fly it's the fly too. And it's favorite. my favorite gore. Okay. So this is my favourite gore scene of all time. So this is where the fly um, squirts acid in someone's face. Yes. And then he's like, he's like, ah, ah. And then he rips his own face off. And then yep. he goes, <laughs> on the floor. Yeah, and, I and it's just love a that one. brilliant bit of gore. I'm almost certain that I posted a video of that on our Instagram at some point as well, maybe. Okay. It's a good one. If well not, done. we'll repost it for the purposes of this. Okay, um... Ian, let's, we're, on, let's move on. we're on 14 minutes left. We can do this. Okay, so Ollie, what I was going to suggest was let's do my last one that I've got the details on and then I'd like you to take it away for the remainder because I can be pretty quick about this. Okay, go on in. Okay, so this is Dario Argento's Inferno. Now, you know that I've gone on about Suspiria a bunch of times, right? Yeah. Have you seen it yet? No. So this is part of a trilogy called the Three Mothers trilogy. Um, yeah, and they're all. Is it like three men and a little? No, is it like com- a no completely different? Completely different to that. My two no, dads. No Tom Selleck, you know. Okay, carry all on. The other guys. Um. Oh, it's uh Gutenberg and yeah. Danson. Oh yeah, Gutenberg and Danson. Yeah, it's nice the dream team. It's the big three. <laughs> Yeah, each of them <laughs> could probably star in each one of these in the in the remakes. That'd be yeah. pretty good. Um, okay. Okay, so the official synopsis. The official synopsis! An American college student in Rome and his sister in New York investigate a series of killings in both locations where their resident addresses are the domain of two covens of witches. Covens? Covens. Not covens. Which is coven. Coven. Whatever. It doesn't really matter, does it? Spot the difference, right? Here's Suspiria's official synopsis. A newcomer to a prestigious ballet school comes to realise that the school is a front for something sinister amidst a series of grisly murders. A bit of research indicates that the ballet school was once a, wi- once a witch's coven. And as Susie learns, still is. Oh, I, mean, well, I mean, if it's a spiritual trilogy, then that's fine. Yeah, so they're very closely related. And I thought that Suspiria was a one-off um, in terms of like how wicked it looks and uh, the the scenes, the settings, the lighting. The lighting and music in particular. Um, yeah. But, wow. By, w- is that by Ogre? No. Goblin. <laughs> Goblin. Shrek. Shut up, Ollie. Uh, Goblin. Um, so yeah, the music in this one is actually done by uh, Emerson of Emerson Lake and Palmer. I think what's his name? Okay, Roger Emerson. I don't know. 
Uh, the notes that I've got written down here are just magic. That's the only <laughs> bullet point I've got for notes. Uh, I watched it last night for the first time, okay. and I was just like, mate, totally blown away. This is amazing. Um, it's okay. a well good one. But here's my best score. I've got three options. Uh, there's a double eyeball fallout. Uh, so what basically, do they, what's, well, what do you mean fallout? The eyes don't just fall out. Yeah, but there's a, <laughs> there's a there's a witch's coven in, in play here, Ollie. Anything can what, happen. So is it's it, all is it witchcraft that makes them fall out? It's probably comes from a place of Satanism. So yeah, maybe witchcraft. Okay. Um, a man gets eaten alive by rats. But in fairness, this guy was a real bastard. He, he had a bag full of cats that he, he had was trying it to drown. He had it coming. Yeah, you would hate scum. this guy. He was yeah, trying okay. to drown a bag of rat, uh, bag of cats. What? Yeah. He was collecting up these cats that were in his house. And it wasn't really clear whether or not he was keeping the cats or not. Because he goes up to one and he's like, Ah, there you are. And then he just puts it in the bag that he realises is already full of cats. And then, oh. but I think it's because he's possessed or something. Because he then goes off to, uh, like, the lake and then starts trying to drown the cats with a stick. Like he puts the bag in the water and then he's just prodding it with a stick so it goes under the water. Um, and so yeah, then what you're then, saying is, do not watch this with Bruno or Patrick. Yeah, well, he gets his comeuppance because all the rats eat him alive. Okay. Although, funnily enough, the rats don't really play ball because like they're all just crawling on him and not really eating anything. Um, they're right. not chewing any bit of him but there is a bit where there's like a thousand rats in a like a sort of sewerage tr- tube and it just looks sewerage vile. tube okay sewerage tube yeah. uh, okay. also then there's one final one uh, of the gore evil hands basically ripping off a face uh, which is kind of on the new front cover of it which is good um, mm. so those are the okay. best gores uh, as far as like it's sort of nasty rating so it's actually pretty artistic really if it weren't for the fact that it was dubbed yeah. i think it would actually be a pretty great film okay like a lot a, a fair bit of it's lost in translation well um, i mean can't you just watch the non-dubbed version i mean that would sort your dubbed issues out wouldn't it well it's all dubbed because it's filmed with like people from 15 different nationalities and they have the english put over the top oh okay um so here's the best dialogue uh women called sarah have you ever heard of the three sisters? And then a guy called Carlo that she's literally just met in a lift a little while before and said to, uh, could you come with me? I can't bear to be alone. Um, so, you know, that's how, that's how believable the relationships are in this. Uh, have you heard of the three sisters? Carlo, you mean those black singers? Sarah, no, I'm talking about mythology. Carlo, hold on. If you're talking about spooks and stuff, I don't believe in any of that. How can you be so sure? I don't believe in such things, that's all. And without any <laughs> philosophical discussion. I just uh, don't believe in it, okay? I don't believe in it, that's all. Um, then what do Jeez, you believe in? get off in, my back. <laughs> so Sarah says, then what do you believe in? And he responds, in whatever I can see and touch. Sounds like my type of guy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Ian's, Ian's through his list. Um, so I only I've had just got three, a, but there was okay. A really so I just got a couple three. I wanted to go through. This first one, the working title may have been "Don't accidentally set fire to a caretaker." The burning. The burning. Yeah. Um, so this is the first video nasty that I ever saw. Friend of the podcast, Ryan, bought it round. Uh, brought, brought it, it round. round. Brought it round on Second a sleepover. Second week running. Second week on a, on a sleepover. And it was, yeah, it was good. I've always liked this one. So it's a little bit uh, Friday the 13th. In fact, Tom Savini uh, decided to do this one, do the special effects, instead of working on uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. So this one, I'll just, I'll just do the official synopsis. The official synopsis. A former summer... Uh, uh, I'll start again. A former summer camp caretaker horribly burned from a prank gone wrong, lurks around an upstate New York summer camp bent on killing the teenagers responsible for his disfigurement. Um, I have been disfigured. 
so yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's a good one. So this is based on like um, a, I guess a bit of a folk tale or you know uh, called Cropsy, and there was a documentary about this on Netflix. Although I I hear oh, really? it's fairly problematic. Um, so problematic in what sense? Um, tough watch or badly researched badly researched oh yeah badly researched yeah um so yeah but this is this is kind of based on a on a so a a similar thing so your man in this who's buttering people with shears you know that's you know that's the man uh so the film's composer this was rick wakeman yep so you know pretty good there you go. Um, I've got a little a little IMDb fact for you here. So to create Cropsy's distorted distorted point of view shots, the cinematographer rubbed Vaseline on the outside of the uh, camera. Audience's eyes. <laughs> the audience's eyes. He was in there. Yeah. Oh, guys, so you know he had to every be in a lot cinema. Sort of Santa. It's like the Santa of rubbing Vaseline on people's eyes. Little layer of uh, Vaseline on everyone's eyes stings, but it's fine. Do you want some taglines? Um, tell you what, I'd love some. It will take you further than fear. <laughs> Kai. And I'll give you another one. Don't look, he'll see you. Don't breathe, he'll hear you. Don't move, you're dead! That sound, that was a very Peter Cato delivery there. Yeah, I, I just thought... You're I'd, dead! I'd, I'd I'd uh, channel him. So there you go. There's some. Um, so there's some good good taglines. Best best gore in this one. There's a prolonged uh, water based attack. So mm. he has some shears and he's chopping fingers off. He's jabbing them through necks. He's you know doing a big slice across someone's forehead, um, which I think was the main reason it it entered the video nasty list. But actually, it's pretty pretty good one. I like the burning. Okay. Um, that's a good one and you can buy it now it's out on Arrow Home Video so you can go and buy that one right now um, cool. I don't you know there's the Cannibal Ferox and the Cannibal Holocaust and look they have merit I know that they have merit and we've spoken about the animal cruelty but actually like Cannibal Holocaust I have seen this one this was another one a Ryan friend of the podcast special sleepover thing he bought this one round on a VHS um, Brought it around. So, look, this this kind of, I guess, predated the sort of um, Blair Witch-style found footage movies. Um, I kind of wish it didn't have the animal stuff in it, so I, I, I'd be fine to watch it. Uh, but it's, you know, it, it's, it's a perfectly decent idea for a film. I think it's quite well executed as well. Um, you know, so there we go. Okay. It's pretty good. Um, Another another quick mention for Evil Speak. Yeah, so I've watched um, a fair bit of this today. Now, I'll just give you the official synopsis. The official synopsis! An outcast military cadet taps into a way to summon demons and cast spells on his tormentors through his computer. So, I mean, this is this is quite funny because my single note that I have on this Sorry, the note's not funny, but the thing I took away from it is quite funny, which is in order to summon these particular demons, uh, you need to both understand Latin and be able to computer program. (laughs) Okay. Exactly, yeah. It's a very niche sort of uh, area of the occult. Yeah. So, um, have you seen... One of my favourite things about this is the, the, the font of the poster mm-hmm. so evil is in a kind of dungeons and dragons-esque um typeface but speak yep. is in like a kind of weird old data computer 90, computer font uh it's 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 pretty good it's it's a merging of satanism and apple macintosh um yeah i i mean it's lovely. I like that juxtaposition. Yeah. Right, just one second, stop. I'm I'm getting a thing on my computer saying your disk is almost full. Can I just save this, please? You oh, keep going. Man. 
Say I need to save that. This is gonna be a fucking nightmare now. Okay, great. Yeah. So sorry, you were um, moving on to best score in Evil Speak. Uh, yeah, well, there was a so best score in Evil Speak. I think it's probably one of the only bits of gore actually as well. There's a decapitation by a broadsword. Bit of trauma for um, the dog. There was a moment where you kind of thought they were going to kill the dog. Did they kill the, the dog? dog? I haven't got that far. I haven't okay. seen whether they do or um, don't kill the dog. Um, one other thing so, I was going to mention is that there's a beauty competition in Evil Speak where um, they're naming the next Miss Heavy Artillery at a, <laughs> a beauty um, show. And yeah. by heavy yeah. artillery, what, what exactly do they mean? Fucking bazookas, mate. <laughs> okay. Bazoonas. Um, uh, so okay. I guess we can't, we, we can't really, we can't really do uh, video nasties without talking about Evil Dead. The ultimate experience in grueling terror. Okay, fine. But how much time we got left? Because I feel like Evil Dead is... It's been done. I, d- I don't think it's um, defined by being uh, a video nasty as much as the others are. I think it stands no, it, on its own nowadays. It does. It does. Um, so, I mean, finally, and I guess, I guess this is the area of video nasties that I think is the nastiest. Um, uh-huh. And, and probably the ones that I find most problematic as well is the last house on the left and I spit on your grave yeah. uh, films where the central theme is always a prolonged and horrific sexual assault followed by um, brutal revenge. Um, and yeah. I just, I, yeah, I find, I find those ones, I find those ones quite, quite difficult to argue that you know, there's there's a need for it to be that brutal. Yeah, they got and both of those films have actually would, been remade, and they and they are still still really quite you know grim. I don't know. I think I think those are the ones that I would say are like legitimately nasty. Yeah, I I think so too. I think. Um, have you seen either of them? Last House on the Left or I Spit on Your Grave? Both, and I think I've seen the remakes of both as well, actually. Yeah. Um, I don't remember in masses of detail, but yeah, I think I've seen them. The, uh, yeah, I mean... Well, it seems like, it seems like uh, the uh, the people that did the posters didn't remember it in masses of detail as well. Here's a little fun bit of trivia for you. Uh, so the poster's tagline says, This woman has just cut, chopped, broken, and burned five men beyond recognition. No jury in America would ever convict her. And it says she gets revenge on four men, not five, and doesn't burn any of them. Bloody so, idiots. exactly. You know, uh, there's that's, actually that's a new the one. Right arm not talking to the left. So the, colon the, of the week. Department. So colon <laughs> of the week uh, is actually there's a new I spit on your grave. I think it's the fourth one now. It's okay. it's called I spit on your grave colon deja vu. It's so fucking terrible. Like way to like take a like sort of... a film that Deja vu. C'est la vie. Yeah. I spit on yeah, your grave colon. C'est la vie. It's got one of those names, I spit on your grave. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> Last house on the left, cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's your best right. bit I have um, uh, I've one more thing to actually bring up which is and we've got uh, two more audio nasties so okay that, yeah. I'll be quick just that I saw zombie flesh eaters in the cinema about seven or eight years ago um, and I met star Ian McCulloch um, who okay. just talked a lot about working on the film um, yeah talking about working with Lucio Fulci and how he was a bit of a perv <laughs> Um, finding like always just trying to find ways to get the main actress to take her clothes off um it's a it's a pretty good zombie yeah. film to be honest um again suffers from a bit of yeah. sort of crappy good dialogue and dubbing um not dubbing good music that's wax good music yeah um but yeah uh overall pretty good and also i think it's um the first zombie film that has like a, a shark versus zombie um, battle. 
Yeah. Which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. I think I've said good about that film many times. Uh, but Zombie Flesh Eaters is a really good name for a film as well, I think. Just really yeah, use the word absolutely. good again. But that that's another standout. Yeah. I think one of the things that you can definitely say about the Video Nasties is they had great names. They're certainly eye-catching. Yeah. Um, Especially uh, Zombie Flesh Eaters where a zombie forces a woman to catch her eye on a massive bit of uh, wood. Yeah. Spiky wood Broken shard. Wood. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Um, so, should we wrap it up by doing our last two audio nasties? Um, yeah, I've got a question for you in between, though. Let's do. Let's do. Right. Um, Can we be really quick? Because we, we've 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 run over time. Not not about that much, mate. Yeah, come on, just you know. I bet when you get to the edit, you'll realise. Okay, number eight. Here we go. Okay, this one. This one's short and sweet. Um, yeah. Gonna have to listen again. It's not particularly loud. Okay, so that's a dog in the distance. Yeah. Oh, I know what it is. So dog in the distance barking, and then yeah. a sudden, very abrupt sound. Um, yeah. I think this is preceded by a phone call saying, the dog's really barking. What is the dog's name? He says, Max. Hey, how's Wolfie? Uh, yeah, and the dog's name's not Wolfie, it's Max. Um, yeah. And the T-1000 in Terminator 2. Your parents are uh, dead. Kills. Yeah, kills kills the parents of John Connor. The foster your foster, foster parents, parents are dead. Yeah, uh, that that's well a key done. fact, Ollie. They're foster parents. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay, well done, okay. well done. You did you did great. Uh, so okay. final one, number nine. Okay, quick quick thing for you. Did you get what? that one at home? <laughs> well done. You you can play along yourself. Oh, bad luck. Worst most recent films, Ollie. Is there anything recently that you think is a real nasty that? Um, could have been banned even now if there was a. Oh well, I think that this is a whole now. new episode. I think this is a whole new. I think oh, this really? is a whole new, a you, whole new episode. You're only saying um, that because you don't want to get into it right now. You're just thinking. Well, of no, runtime. because there are, there are no, but there are um, films like Martyrs, um, Inside, a Serbian film, uh, which obviously a lot of those had been banned to a degree, um, but ones that have been actually released. Um, not so sure. Probably not. Um, this film has been partially banned. <laughs> the BBFC told us to cut these moments, so those moments are banned. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, th- there's been. I think. I think it's worth doing a whole sode on just extreme oh, cinema, like modern extreme cinema. So. Shall I do? Yeah, we should. Shall I move on to number nine? nine please. The audio nasties. Listener yeah. discretion final. is advised. I know what this is. I know what it is. So what you're hearing is the clattering of um, Cuban heels on the wooden floor. Um, as somebody has somewhat of a um, fit because they've been hit in the head yeah. with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Um, and Leatherface then drags them off into um, the back area and slams the door. And the way he slams the door is really brutal as well. Um, yeah. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. I say it's, it's Babe 2, Pig in the City. Okay, fine. Yeah. All right, well... It's just um, a shame that you uh, threw it all the way at the end there. <laughs> um, okay. That, those were lovely, great picks. And actually, I found them a little bit easier this week, Ollie. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you in, did okay. you enjoy it, though? That's, that's the main thing. I've had a lovely time. Um, okay. okay. Uh, if people would like to contact us, well, you know how easy it is. You just look us up on the Google, and we're the yeah. third option. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so look I up mean, guys on Check out film, the fifth option. It's, uh, it's a real tearjerker. Make <laughs> Yeah, potential <laughs> genes right. type. Um, it should number five should really be number three, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah we're talking in too much code now. Maybe we need to publish yeah. the numbers um, on the website. But if you want to go to the website, it's guysonfilm.co.uk. Yeah. Um, we're facebook.com forward slash guysonfilm if you want to message us there or kind of comment on the most recent episodes, um, videos, or whatever. 
Um, and Instagram at GYF Podcast. That's it. Whatever. Oh, also, just tell a friend. Yeah. Even if actually, yeah. you know what? Tell somebody that's only somewhat of an associate. Uh, yeah. Just drop it into conversation. You're eating some eggs. Just go, hey, I listened to a good thing last night. Oh, yeah. What's that? You're eating a, uh, it was you're just eating a, a handful of eggs. Yeah. Yeah, just as you do, just hanging out with an associate eating a handful of boiled eggs with a fried uh, egg. What did you top. get up to last night? Just prepped these I'm boiled out. eggs to eat right now. What were about you, you? I mean, what, what else did you do? Did uh, you were you listening to anything? Heard anything good recently? I mean, you need uh, to be well, a bit more what? forthcoming really? with with promoting. The... Yeah, I mean, you you got to say like, look, mate, if you're boiling eggs like that every night, tell you what. Smash on this podcast, guys on phone podcast. It's a really great yep. accompaniment to an eggy smell. Okay, and, and the, <laughs> the smashing of eggs in your mouth. Okay, brilliant. Uh, Bye. Well, yeah, thanks once again. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> thanks once again. The end of an interview. Oh uh, well, you know, uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks once again. Um, bye. Okay.